Tachlis Baba Kama Daf Pei Gimel. We're going to start a couple lines from the bottom of Pei Beis Amud Beis. Ein Megadlin Chazerim B'Chol Mokim. One cannot raise swine. Many years after the Hanukkah story, there was two brothers, Horkinus and Aristobulus. They got into a civil war. Two brothers, each one wanted to become king, and when it ended up having a civil war, one of them brought in the Roman army to defend him, and that's how the Romans got into Israel. That was the beginning of the end of Bayashani. So when they were fighting with each other, Hercules be befnim, the Aristobulus be bechutz. That's how you Every day, they would send down dinars down over the wall of the basket while you might to read them, and in lieu of that, they would send up a carbon tumid. There was one guy that knew Chachmas Yivanis, which we'll get to in a second. As long as they have the ability to be Makrav Karbanis, you guys are never going to beat them. So the next day, Shulshul Dinarin, they sent back up a Chazir. When the Chazir reached halfway up, from fright, it stuck. It's Tziparnayim. I didn't know uh, they have Tziparnayim. But whatever, he stuck his. What? Hooves. It's not a Tziparnayim. Tziparnayim is nails. What? Isn't it the same material? Is it? It's just not called Tiparnayim. It's usually called Shesashesas. Or, or Raglayim. But, anyways, not Tiparnayim Bechoymo. When it's Dazea, Eretz is all made, Sparsa, all made, Sparsa, the Eretz is all shook. Well, Isis Shah, Amru, at that time, in juncture in history, they said, Arura Ishi, Gadl Chazerim. Curse is the person that raises it. Arura Adam. She loved as well. Well, Isa Shashadinu, it's regarding that moment in time that it was said, Maisa Shiba, Oymer Miganis Hatsarifin, Mishtelechem Ibikas Ainsarich, meaning, generally speaking, we're supposed to bring it from different locations close to, to Yushalayim to bring for the Shtelechem and to bring for the Oymer. But that year there was a siege and they had to go to other locations, which was out of the ordinary. And that was, like we said before, the beginning of the end of Bayashani was this Hurkinus and Aristobulus civil war, which led to the Romans coming in and doing what they eventually did. Why do people talk Lashon Sursi in Yitzchisrael? Either speak Lashon Kaidish, like a Jew should, or speak Yivanis, at least it's a normal language. Why do people talk Russian Aramaic in Babel? Speak Persian. So you see here that you can't learn Yivanis. You see here that you could learn Yivanis. So how can you tell me Chachmas Yivanis is Aser? You see here, Rebbe said, don't learn Sursi, but rather learn Yivanis. That's not Kasha. One is a language and one is a chachma. Says okay, fine. She, the pasuk says an echo regarding the destruction. Reb Shimon Gamliel said it. This is referring to myself. In my family, there was a thousand children, not necessarily his brothers, but from the mishpachas hanasiim. That family was a thousand children. 
Chomish Meis Mehem Lamdu Tayro, and Chomish Meis Lamdu Chachmas Yivanis. Five hundred of them were learning Chachmas Yivanis for the purpose of Rashi says Bnei Paltan Akrevim Malchus Misaprimbo. There was they they were part of they were very involved in the governmental affairs. So therefore, half the family was involved in Chachmas Yivanis. Lenishtay Mehem Elani Kan. The only people that survived from the entire family of a thousand was I over here, says Reb Shimon Gamliel, and Uben Achi Abo Ba'asio, and my brother, I have a cousin in Asio. So we see here that there were 500 kids from the Nasim's family that were learning Chachmas Yivanis. says, well, you're right, because they were from that family. I'm Rishani by Shimon Gamliel, so you created them Malchus. They had to, because they were close to the government, to the Tanya. So to a different halacha that is more lax if you have with the government. I'm a sapper kumi. Somebody that takes this type of haircut, it's called a kumi haircut. That's a discussion in the Mepharshim of exactly what it looks like. But I'm a sapper kumi, it's a goyish haircut, bottom line. It's a that's, This is acting like a person that's involved in idolatry. Of Thomas Ben there was a man of Thomas Ben he teared on the sapper kumi, they allowed him to take that type of haircut. Because he was close to the government and he was in there doing what needs to be done in the White House or in Congress or whatever it is. So therefore he was allowed to look the way he looked. So you see a law also over here. But generally speaking, you and I, Chachmas Yivanis is off limits for a good Jewish boy. I don't know. Somebody that's obviously a rabble rouser and caused uh, a lot of problems in Clyde, so I don't know her name. I don't know. Zakhtikabari Kelev. person is not allowed to raise dogs unless it is chained. I don't know if Nochi knew exactly what he was asking this week by Shalashudas. But it um, works out this week. We talk a lot about uh, dogs, and the work till the end of the parak basically is going to talk about the halachas of raising dogs. You're only let to raise a dog if it's on a leash or really chained. Unless you're living on a border city, you live right near Gaza, so dogs for your protection are okay. Has to be tied up for my day. Material Balayla could only be roaming or untired at night for protection. Somebody that raises dogs, it's like he's raising Chazerim, which is prohibited. It says, Well, I'm not going to make him a lay, but if a person should have an because we said earlier, I said, Arr ish, Hashem Gadl Chazerim. So therefore, someone that raises dogs um, is not going to have an Arr, but it's going to be also, um, um, it's like you being Gadl Chazerim, it's Ke'ilu. Very good. is like a border city, and therefore you can raise dogs again. At night they could be out, but by day they have to be chained down. And Tirgama Naharda, specifically the city of Naharda, which was um, much more potentially to have problems, so therefore, yeah. So now we're going to see what's the problem with having dogs. Darush Abdustoi Diminbiri. Is that the name of the, the thing that was... Well, what was the name of that village that was killed out on Shemini Atzeres? Be'eri, right? Be'eri. Okay. Darshab, the story of the Ben-Biri. It says in the passage, 
Shuva Hashem Rivervoice Alpha Yisrael, which teaches you Lamed Chesha Enshri the Shara Yisrael, Pochitz Mishneh Alof Mishneh Rivervoice. Hashem, his manifestation of Ashkina rests when there's 22,000 Jews. When there's, there's 22,000 Jews, there's a Hashra Yisrael. Chosar Achas, imagine you only have 21,999. And one of them was a pregnant woman where there was about to be 22,000. She was about to bring the Shekhinah to be resting in that location. And a dog barked, and she lost her child. So you see, a dog can cause a Shekhinah to leave. It's a very dramatic way of saying that dogs are dangerous. And the more is bringing it out by saying that it could cause a woman to be mapal of Vlad. And who knows, maybe that Vlad was supposed to be the 22,000th, or maybe Mashiach, or whatever it is. The more is bringing it out in a dramatic way, and we're now backs it up with a Dramatic story. Ahi Itza. There was a woman, the Allah's Lamefa Bahu Besa, who got permission from her neighbor to come use the oven. Navakba Kalba, the dog of the house, barked at her. Amalah Mare, so the master told her, Don't be scared, he's a very good dog. Shikule Nive, they already took out his, his, his teeth, his, his canines, and his claws have been freshly trimmed recently, so don't worry, you don't have to worry about it. Take all your good advice and throw it onto the thorns because Vlad, I already lost my child. I felt it moving and I miscarried. So it's very nice that you tell me now it's too late. Therefore, Chazal did not want dogs to be raised in Klaiosol because it could scare people to the point where people could lose their children. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My father said that in the deep you can't have a dog because when the authorities came and started barking, the neighbors put everything away. Those are the shirts. Okay. A guy called me today. He says, I finished today's daf. So, what's Allah Halamai, sir? Can I get a dog or not? What's the fastest thing to say? You just got a dog. <laughs> Sorry, what? It's the fastest thing you got a dog. And the son was struggling. So, he got it's a dog. Different. And then the, the son bailed out, and now he's stuck with his dog. <laughs> I had a, a two years ago, a girl I knew who was going through an eating disorder in a, in a very real way. And the therapists were all advising she should get a dog. Somehow it's very helpful for her. Bulimia, anorexia, and um, the parents were horrified. But what do you do for your child? And they felt also very uncomfortable because now, A, the whole world's going to know that they have a child that's not well because why else do you have a dog? Or they're going to not know the child's not well, but now everybody's going to be like, they had a dog? And he was very disturbed. He was very disturbed. Like, so and we talked about it for a while and until eventually, like, it was, it was, you know, it is what it is. You get a dog. So he, so he tells me, he says, I'm ready to get a dog, but I want to know all the halachas shalos before we start. Shabbos and Yantif and Pesach. And then, like, tell me all the halachas. So we went through the sugya of, you know, halachas regarding animals. And there was one that I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with. So I decided to call Rabbi Shalom Zalman Kaufman. And I called him. And he says, um... Why do they need a dog? So I said, she has uh, anorexia and uh, she's bulimic. I said, oh, they're doing the right thing. Tell them that they're doing the right thing. 
you know, many girls that had this issue, and this is Mamash a savior. It's Mamash a savior. And if, they, if, if you don't feel like that they're on board, tell them to call me. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. And he gave me the, you know, he gave me all the, you know, I, I, re, I discussed with him the main child that, that I was stuck with. And then I just wanted to make sure that all the other ones I was correct, and we discussed it. And then before he hung up also, he says, give me the girl's name. I want to dive in for her. Like he was a, he was such a he was such a he was such a he was an amazing person. He was an amazing person. He took the girl's name <clears throat> and he told me he says, "Update me. Just I want to hear how it's going." Anyways, um, they got the dog, whatever it is. Lamaisa, she, Amish saved the kid. Amish saved the kid. But like four or five months later, she was done. She didn't want she didn't want one of the dog anymore, even though. The first four or five months, I was saying the kid, the kid, the kid didn't laugh for years. They didn't see this kid laugh or smile for like two and a half, three years. And they saw her laying on the floor, like laughing with the dog and playing with it. It was like, it was such a nachos for the parents. But after four or five months, she was done. Like she was, she didn't want it. And now the parents are stuck with the, you know, $2,000 golden retriever, you know, that, you know, beautiful dog. But like now what? Like, like now, now, but now the other kid got attached to it that didn't need it, and now they couldn't even get rid of it because the other kid was like, whatever. But one of the other times, when I call back Rashem Zalman about something else, I says, by the way, what ended up happening with that girl? So I said, she, you know, she's still going, it's, it's, it's a lifetime, pro- you, don't, you don't get out of this, it's a lifetime process. But Barak Hashem, she's in a much better place. And um, he says, and the dog? I said, yeah. It says, by the way, you know, the dogs have age already. You have to start to, you know, we have to, we have to, you know, get, you know, make sure that it can't uh, be, you know, my little in town. So, uh, yeah, but he was, he was on top of it. I, I can't, I can't explain it. It was, it was a warm experience with him. Yeah. Anyways, so friend of the So in person, nishavan liyoyinim. Now to put out nets for yoyinim. Says the Gemara, me, Asli, me, me, what I'm trying to say is with the story, by the way, is because someone got a dog, even though I grew up, you got a dog, you were a Mamashi guy. I grew up in Dr. Frank. I mean, it's a very hilly good place, Dr. Frank in Muncie. But a yid with a dog was, you might as well not be a yid. You might as well just, whatever. But as I grow older, I see, of course, there are some people that shouldn't have dogs. You know, if you don't, whatever. But you never know. So never, if you see chas v'shalom, it shouldn't happen in our neighborhood, but if you can see someone walk around with a dog, don't be so quick to comment because you never know what's really going on in their lives. That, yeah. You shouldn't judge anybody. You've never said, you've said a lot of smart things in your life, this might be the smartest thing you ever said. Agree. You should never judge anybody. I agree. When the Italy comes, go to Baltimore. <laughs> You, you were doing like, so well. <laughs> wrote them all. And you're from Silver Spring, seriously? Yeah. <sighs> he was... <laughs> I gave you a compliment. What more do I need to do? Everybody said it's show you anything. Get You are, you want to put the ball to it? Hey, any person you initially you know, put out nets because we worry that you might catch someone else's birds. Says about me, Azakulai, we're worried that it's going to catch from other places. Do they fly that far? The Gemara says, we don't, we don't have to worry that they're going to fly all over the place. Says the Gemara, but what not? 50 yams, because that's how far they can fly. 
Amar Abayom, Mesha Chaiti Tuvo. They can fly much more than 50 Amas. But they, they have enough food within the first 50 Amas to, to fill themselves up. But they can only fly for 30 Ris. If you're living in a city itself, then even for 100 million, all spread out a net. So there were answers. That we're talking about where they go usually they go from one vineyard to another vineyard, so they can go very far because they have places they can stop in the middle. Or we're talking about where there's uh, nest after nest or coop after coop where they can fly to. I said maybe the shayvich, that shayvich itself is going to be taken from that bird nest. It's a guys. Who cares? Ouch. But the hefker, or we're talking about it's hefker. Those coops are also his. So therefore, you can spread out nets. Because what do you worry? He's going to catch the birds from the other nests. They either hefker, they either goyim, or they're his. So no, no, you're allowed to. And why are you allowed to for goyim? Really, you shouldn't be able to steal from goyim either. And the Gemara says later on we're going to have the Masechta coming up in a couple of days from now that Gezalakim's taka not okay, 100%. But oh, it's only a suffix. I'm only putting out a net. I'm not necessarily stealing. It might be that your bird will fly into the net. No, no. So if I go to yours and I take it away, it's one thing. But to give it an opportunity, that's something totally different. Had Nalach Merubo, we finished one of the hardest crocodiles in Mishas. Now we're done half of the Masechta. No. More, more than half. Wait more. Yeah, now we're talking about the uh, Only one pair of Only three parking lots. Goizel is going back to Marubo. Right. I guess right. Thirty-four blocks. Thirty-four block left. And then Mesh Webster makes the same as us. I think when he finishes Bob Khan, he started Bob Mutia with us. Not really, he started in the middle of Bob Mutia, but over the past couple of years, Shasathan. We yeah. keep doing Bab Metziah, and this year Shasatan will be doing the first 10 daf. So yeah. then once he finishes Bab Kama, he'll be done. It's the same time as Shasatan, probably. It should be around then, yeah. And then, then he has the last 10, the first 10 daf of Bab Metziah, which we're doing this year together. We've been knocking off 10 daf at a time. What's he doing? He's doing something big? Oh, give me a break with that. You know, the Somebody that does physical damage to another individual. Chaim Olam Mishim Chamisha Dwaram has to pay him five different types of payments. Benezek, Bitzar, Beripui, Bishavis, and Babashis. And that's what we're going to be discussing for this whole parrot. Benezek Ketzer, what is Nezek? So there was Simas Eino, if a guy blinded someone else's eye, cut as Yoda Shibes Ragloi, Ragloi, so we assess him, Ki'iluhu Eved Nimka Vishuk. How much would he fetch if he was sold on the marketplace? And it's about Rashi and Tesis, Evid Every, not Tesis, Rashi and the Rush. Evid Kilani or Evid Every. But be that as it may, we, figure, we assess how much he would be sold for on the market. How much would have he gotten before this and how much would he get now post the leg? Now, now that he's known as Sir, Sir Limpsalot, how much does he get? That is the difference of price and that's the desert. Tsar, how do you figure out the Tsar? Um, Assessment, kavoy bishpud. If he he singed him with a uh, spit, or with a nail, even if it's only on his nail, a place that doesn't cause a major wound, then we assess. What type of person similar to him? Because every person is different. There are people 
that are more mefuniki, they're not willing to take even a little bit of pain. There are people that would be very happy to take a little pain for a couple of bucks. So we figure, how much a person like this person would be willing to take for losing, you know, touch in his hand for a week, whatever it is. Ripui, how do you pay Ripui? He go, if he hit him, simply put, he has to pay for the doctor bills. All about smachim, if some type of um, growths happen, the warts from the wound, so if it's from the wound, the Mars is already asking this, if it healed, and then it became a problem again, but if it had a full healing, again, the Mars is going to ask, seemingly no big condition over that is Ripoy. Sheves. We figure out how much he can fetch just sitting there without being able to do his job because he gets now what we call paid leave. Anyway, he paid for the hand and the foot. So that's the downgrade of price that he's worth. But now he can't work in whatever job he has. So we give him a different job, and that's the price he gets for that. We might elaborate on every one of these details, including this one. Boishes. How much is Boishes? Depends who did it. Depends who got it. The prices change and everything is dependent on that. Again, the Gemara will, but Arichas elaborate on these Nikudas as well.